don't beat yourself up for whichever one you're experiencing because that's shaming yourself for it is not going to make it any better it's not going to make it any more constructive that would be number one and then next time you feel it happening just take a breath and that might be a new level of progress so step one is understand which one you are so again the aggressor the appeaser the anxious or the avoider okay which one of those are you and then number two what do you do about it and what you do is you identify when it's happening and then you can respond instead of react. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode, episode number 1,581, What Do Your Expectations Say About You? Today, for episode number 1,582, one of the most important things to know about yourself. Alan mentioned this in the previous episode. He was talking about when Kevin is hungry, Kevin gets dominoes. That was a joke in that episode, but I am definitely someone who I would consider myself an emotional eater. Mm. When I am stressed out, I am running to food. It's just, it's one of those things for me. I don't know if I ever want to get rid of it. I can be disciplined and and do that and enjoy really good food. I, I like to believe that. But I I didn't always know that about myself. I didn't always have that level of self-awareness. Now more than ever, I have this new realization that when I get super overwhelmed, it's really hard for me to seek feedback. So if I'm super overwhelmed with everything going on in life and I look at my WhatsApp, right now I have 23 messages in WhatsApp, I get it's it's sometimes it's very hard. And maybe you have that too, or you're just looking for certainty. And the last thing you want to do is, is get more uncertainty. So today we're going to talk about trauma responses and what that means. And those two examples, again, maybe being overwhelmed isn't necessarily your, your typical definition of trauma, but knowing what you do when you feel a certain type of way, I guess this is going to be a big week of self-awareness episode. So Alan, take it away. Good, sir. My therapist carol she talked to me about little t trauma and big t trauma and there's a lot of research underneath this uh little t trauma is day-to-day trauma like what you just referred to it's feeling unseen unheard overwhelmed whatever you know insert thing here that is stressful stress response and then big t trauma would be like car accident death in the family you know that kind of thing so so uh, we we coach a couple and, and the male in the relationship said, oh, I don't have any trauma. And I knew in that moment, I was like, oh, we're in trouble. Mm. We're in trouble because this person has a misbelief that they've never been hurt. I mean, every human's been hurt, right? And so again, at the end of the day, we all have trauma and we have little t trauma on the daily. daily. And you've heard me talk about micro and macro. If you're a long-term listener, if you're a short-term listener, we uh, are a new listener, short-term listener. Uh, <laughs> if you're a new listener, uh, I talk micro and macro all the time. 
And and I think that's a, a good start. So the two examples Kevin gave are obviously not big T trauma. You no, know, being no. hungry is not a big T trauma. Uh, and his trauma response is order dominoes. And by the way, I do want to say this too, just because I think it's valuable. Everyone's an emotional leader. To an extent. It's just to what extent. That's fair. You know, if you've ever heard someone, I have an addictive personality. Every human being has an addictive personality. Yeah. It's just to what extent, right? And, and to and, what what what's the quality of the goodness of the thing you're addicted to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can be addicted to books or you can be addicted right, to right. something. Exercise. Really negative, like, like alcohol, exactly. Can, yeah, exercise. Human beings in general are naturally addictive. And I think that we get a little confused and we can do episodes in the future about that if you're, if you're interested, Kev. But um, to bring it back to this, the framework is simple. The four Fs, fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. Kevin and I are fond of a book that we read way back called The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. And this is sort of our own next level university flavor of our own sort of four tendencies. And at Next Level Live and in group coaching, we talk about these trauma responses. Again, flight, fight and flight are the common ones everyone knows. The two less common ones are freeze and fawn. And I'm going to go through each and then label them. And the label is to help you understand what your go-to is. I was on the phone with a client and we were talking about how in his childhood he had a a very overly dominant alcoholic father. And his trauma response to his alcoholic father was to fawn. And and fawning is the rarest of the four. I I, I shouldn't say rarest, it's the it's the least known in the psychology. And so fawning was mine. That's the one where when someone else is in distress, you do whatever you can to make them feel better. And so if you had a childhood where one parent being in distress meant there was going to be fighting or arguing or physical abuse or any kind of abuse whatsoever, you would basically do whatever you can to like stay small and like get them their coffee or get them their cigarette or get them their drink or whatever you need to do to make sure they're good. Because when they're not good, they make everyone not good. You ever meet those people where when they're not good, they just take it out on everybody? Yeah, my least favorite kind of people. But anyway, so this client of mine is a fawner. And and that's not the label. The the label is this. So fight is self-explanatory. I call that the aggressor. Okay, and so everyone listening, please think of people in your life. Please think of yourself. Please understand uh, and try to label people based on their go-to trauma response. So the aggressor bullies tend to be aggressors they tend to love confrontation they tend to fight every time they get a chance um so the fight response is aggressor the aggressor the flight response is the avoider i would say that would be you kev um, i avoid it like i like i'm allergic to it you know you know what i'm saying cuz i am allergic to it so if you feel like you avoid confrontation like kev and again we're not making this wrong none of these are wrong we all have one of these if not all of these actually okay and we all have these trauma responses. So this is not a shame or guilt thing. All right. So so the aggressor is number one. Number two is the avoider. Number three is the fawner, which is actually um, the appeaser. That's mine. Mine is definitely to appease. So if Emilia is not good, I have to kind of be okay with her not being good and not immediately try to make everything better for her. I do that. Sometimes I go right into caregiver and I'm I do immediately. That yeah. I do that. Too. Okay. Yeah. It's a thing. Now it can be a really positive thing. See how it can be really nice? But it's, it, 
the the frame I've used before that I think has landed with people is self sacrifice. If you're appeasing and it's like a, a sacrifice of self for others, it's probably not sustainable slash healthy. Exactly. And a lot of times what happens is the the appeasers like me will self-sacrifice at the expense of their own core values and then eventually become aggressors. Mm-hmm. And and that's when you suppress yourself for so long or appease for so long that eventually you're like, what the F? And then you become an aggressor and then you swing the pendulum back because then you get in shame of being an aggressor and now you're going back to fawning. So it's just this pendulum that keeps swinging. So anyways, um, hopefully a lot of people are seeing themselves and others in this. Just an awareness that matters. And then the last one is freeze, which I called the disassociators, which uh, Jerry Ann, shout out to you if you're listening. Jerry Ann's my executive admin, and she said, the other three begin with A. We need an A. And I was like, okay, we got this. So now we're going to call these people the anxious. So the anxious are the people that when you're so overwhelmed, you just do nothing. I have that too for sure. Yeah. I mean, again, we all have all four. It's just yeah, what I feel percentage. like I have What's your go- 100% <laughs> of each, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like... I would say your go-to is never, almost never aggressor. That's fair. Yeah, I try you've only not to. Ever, you've only ever tried to fight me? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's only ever been one time where Kevin and I got, like, aggressive with each other. And uh, we were in strong disagreement. But we immediately went to one of the yes. other ones. Um, well, the truth of the matter was both of us were feeling very unseen. Mm-hmm. probably and disconnected and we just got our lines crossed and then i beat you and i won yeah 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 yeah. we had a physical <laughs> altercation and kevin won no we didn't we ended up actually crying in a yes yeah, yeah quite, a yoga <laughs> quite the opposite there yeah. was no physicality there was a lot of tears though my name is alex and i am a professional videographer who runs a production company out of halifax nova scotia The one thing that I love about working with Alan is that right away he was able to come in and set up a system for me that makes sure that I am taking charge of my time and I'm taking the actionable steps that I need in order to progress towards my goals on a day-to-day basis. When I get off the phone with him, I always find that I am energized and I am getting the most out of what I do with my time. And so what is the solution? So number one, identify which Kevin told you all in advance. This was going to be an Alan heavy episode. So it's easy for um, me. I I can just kind of sit back, (laughs) have my coffee, you know, and just say, Hey, I have all of these, right? Yes. So, so number one, identify which one's your go-to. So we all have all four because we're all human beings, but which one's the go-to? For me, the go-to is fawning, which is the appeaser. Okay. And for Kev, it's probably the, the avoider, most likely avoid. When avoiding doesn't work, <laughs> then order food, you know? It's funny. Uh, when the other three don't work, then you get aggressive. <laughs> you know, it's funny. But anyways, so, so step one is understand which one you are. So again, the aggressor, the appeaser, the anxious, or the avoider. Okay, which one of those are you? And then number two, what do you do about it? And what you do is you identify when it's happening. And then you can respond instead of react. This is emotional intelligence in a nutshell. You, instead of just react automatically with your central nervous system and your trauma responses, you actually take a minute or a couple seconds and you just, oh, I'm appeasing. I'm doing what I do. I'm appeasing right now. Is that the best solution? And then you can decide, okay, yeah, getting her her coffee or, or whatever is actually what I want to do. That's aligned. Or, oh, let me just 
be okay for a minute. Let me self-soothe and, and give her a moment. You can choose now. Now that you're aware that this is your tendency, now you can choose. Now Kev can say, you know what? I normally would order Domino's, mm. but I'm going to choose not to do that because that's avoiding the real problem, which is a tough conversation with Taryn or whatever, right? Um, or avoiding telling Alan that he talks too much. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna see you're gonna see the order come through for Domino's it's gonna be bigger than usual. Be. Now I'm getting empanadas, so we're recording this on UFC uh, on Saturday. There's UFC on tonight. I found a place that delivers empanadas. I don't even know what that is, man. Empanadas are it's like a I don't even know how to explain it. It's a it's a dough filled pastry that has like meat in it. So there's buffalo chicken empanadas, there are taco empanadas, broccoli and cheese empanadas. It is the best ever. It's like a calzone, like a mini calzone. But a mini calzone, yeah. Yeah, nice. pretty much. And I'll get about eight of them. <laughs> I'll get about, 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 about eight, eight of them. them. So that's, nice. that's what's going to happen tonight. Do I have anything else of value to add to this episode? Eh, probably not. I think, to your point, Alan, and this is really what we're always talking about in a nutshell, but awareness. Awareness is an opportunity. There, there can be a time between the trigger and the response. And when you're aware, I know labels can be dangerous. I'm shy, I'm this, I'm this. But labeling feelings, I think, is very important. Mm-hmm. And labeling responses is very important because if you don't label them, you don't really, maybe you don't have the same level of control. So my next level nugget for this episode would be, number one, don't beat yourself up for whichever one you're experiencing because that's shaming yourself for it is not going to make it any better. It's not going to make it any more constructive. That would be number one. And then next time you feel it happening, just take a breath and that might be a new level of progress. And then from there, we can figure out, okay, what do we do next? But yeah, small steps. That's my hashtag small steps for 2024. That's going to be my my thing. So hopefully I'll try to make a lot of my next level nuggets the small tactics that we can take. My next level nugget is, yeah, identify which one is your go-to and then, you know, stop, drop, and roll, so to speak, when you are triggered and try to take a couple breaths to Kevin's point. And then, you know, there are times when being aggressive is important. I always joke, I say, if if there's a bear in the woods, you know, don't zen out. You know, you either, you either avoid running away, you get aggressive and make it you scare it i i think you're supposed to do different things with different bears i don't know yes so here's the here's the thought if it's i have bear spray so i'm gonna pull that out if it's and again i don't know i've, I've read this somewhere <laughs> if it's brown lay down brown okay. bear lay down play dead if it's, if it's black, brown flush it down if, it, if it's brown flush it down <laughs> if it's black fight back so if it's a black bear fight back and then okay. i think the rule for a polar bear is you're just kind of screwed because they're just <laughs> They're not normal bears. They, For a polar bear, you better have a weapon. You're probably you're probably in trouble. Again, please do not take that as professional survival advice. I heard it somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. So please it's do your brown own research. Lay down. Someone gets. I don't. I don't know. Level university told me. I don't know. You know, we don't have our bear our bear expertise. Yes. Yes. Uh, but at the end of the day, the point is, is sometimes you do have to stick up for yourself, and and sometimes you do have to fight back. I, I think it's it's all about choosing the right response instead of just reacting. Yeah, that's it. Boom. Next Level Nation, if you have not joined our appropriately named Facebook group, Next Level Nation, please do. It is a great place to meet like-minded people. If you've been looking for 
an accountability partner, if you've been looking for a peak performance partner, any of those things, it's a great place to find them. Link will be in the show notes as always. We would love to have you there. Two super quick things. Number one, we have a new book in book club. If you're not in Next Level Nation yet, please join. We have a poll that's coming up with the next book. So please vote. Please vote for the book that you are the most uh, excited for. And we also have a Next Level Monthly Meetup, the 26th one. Three words you need to remember if you want a next level relationship. Again, I coach a lot of relationships at this point. I'm very blessed for that. I'm very grateful because I learned so much. And when these three things aren't present, the relationship is just doomed. And that includes my relationship. That includes Kevin's relationship. This is this is a the three things to remember in a relationship. And I actually have my own little check-in. I call it an ego check where I'm checking in with these three things, okay? So uh, that is February 1st, 2024 at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the registration link will be in the show notes. Tomorrow for episode number 1000. 583 is the thing you're running from the thing you need the most. Do I remember the story? Not in this moment. Will I remember it before we do the episode? I do hope so. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Stay self-aware. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.